0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three
1: orders while supplies last.
0: Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: But what's Alex's last name again? I keep writing it down and hits.
2: Hits. H H i t z. Hits.
1: H i t z. No wonder I couldn't remember it. Like you hit
2: somebody, but.
1: Well, no, 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 indeed, certainly not. We, we no, wanna... Well,
2: hey, I wanted to make sure. Listen, yeah. I just wanted to, I just wanted to clarify because um, Sal and Alex are still with us, y'all. I was not. I, we we're not trying to be controversial, but I think that these are good conversations to have. So, I I wanted to just wrap up the conversation about like how to acknowledge if someone you know has um, a special condition when they're eating that. Um, you know, that you need to that you need to take consideration of, but also to acknowledge that the world does not revolve around you when you are the guest in somebody's home. So I didn't yeah. mean to put two forces okay. against each but, other, but we yeah, can move but, on from okay. that topic.
1: All right, let's do. And uh, it 2606368 is our number. So, Sal, and, what uh, else
2: do you like about the whole entertaining um, aspect of doing dinner in your home?
3: Um, Actually, just to serve and to watch people enjoy themselves and to have a good time and to share that the uh, art and the the gift that we, you know, my wife and I feel like we're blessed with, so we want to share that with others. And I do want to apologize to Alex and say that I didn't mean to be confrontational at all. I just was wanting to offer a different perspective, as Alex said. So anyway, uh, thank you. One of the one, some of the things that. Lacey and I love to cook when people come over. One of her favorite things to do is she does a fabulous cocoa van and mm. carrot cake.
1: Now you're talking. Mm. That's real food Sounds there. Good
3: yeah.
4: Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah.
3: Two of the things that I like to do are uh, roasted prime, prime uh, rib roast and uh, uh, veal or chicken piccata. We really enjoy mm-hmm. doing that. Sal, I
2: want to come to eat at your house.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me too.
3: You should. And um, one of the things that I really enjoyed here at Alex say is smile, have a good time, relax. And I think one of the ways you do that is just by being prepared and knowing exactly what you're going to do, knowing that you've done it before, and knowing that people that have come over and have eaten this before Above it, so it's a good chance that people are going to be happy at that time as well. If they're yeah.
4: not, if they're not, I think it's time to get some new guests.
3: Yeah, yeah absolutely, Alex. What do you What do you say about drinks before dinner? Or do you normally prepare munchies while you're cooking something that is going to be served hot, or do you just? say uh just come on over at any time and and just hang out talk while you're cooking do you prepare little munchies before dinner for things like that
4: i never listen i never serve hors d'oeuvres i mean i've served some nuts or something you know like that i never do a lot of people love them i just don't yeah. so i don't serve them um and I, I just think they they take away from the from the main event which is the dinner and
1: sometimes um, it, it is up. the main event <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, past cocktail party, you know, sure, but um, normally for dinner, I do not serve hors d'oeuvres.
1: No, that's an interesting point of view, it, uh, it's interesting. Why? Um, what? Uh, what, thought, what moved we, you to do that? Was because that's that's not something I'd expect. I, I'm I'm sure it works out great. Yeah,
2: I, so. I agree. I think I, I'd like to know more about that too.
3: Me well, too, because I, you I've know, done the, it both ways, and it, a, I find it you know it, it it's convenient sometimes and sometimes it kind of gets in the way but go
4: ahead yeah i i just um you know i just don't and it's just a personal preference i'm i'm not right. diametrically Fair opposed enough. to to, some, to someone who does or does not I just yeah. don't i don't like them i don't eat them at when i go places and you know i mean well, if i ever go. have a big you know if i have, ever have a big group i'll maybe serve one or two things passed around um but never a you know, a big thing because I think uh, also people tend to serve too many of them and then the cocktail hour goes on too long also. See, I've got another, I've got another, Mm -hmm. I've got another another rule about that, which is a cocktail hour can never be any longer than 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So do you feel
2: like the feature, the focus is when you're sitting down for dinner? Yeah. And, and that's yep. like, well, so are you inviting people over, you know, what, no more than an hour before dinner is going to be served for drinks only?
4: Well, no, say, say I invite people for dinner at 8 o'clock, then I'll serve dinner at 8.45, you know, yeah. that's it. Or 7.30 for 8.15, you know, like that. But I never, it's never more than an hour.
2: Okay, so what are people uh, doing before they're sitting down for dinner if they're already over
4: they're having a drink. Okay. Yeah. There okay. we go. Yeah. All
1: yeah, right. I hope they're having sounds, a, I, I hope they're me. having
4: more than,
3: I than one. Okay. We've we've juggled we've juggled back and forth going with you know maybe some stuffed mushrooms or little finger foods like some uh, rolled pancetta with cheese and olives but uh, and sometimes we don't do anything. But never have we ever hosted in where we didn't offer a drink as soon as people walked in the door. Oh yeah, that's a minute. I'm going to just say thanks for taking my call. But um, today, I don't know if y'all are aware, but December 5th is the celebration of the anniversary of the prohibition lifting in 1933. So for us to talk about having a cocktail i think i'm gonna go celebrate and have one myself
4: yes me as well and in fact you know
2: what i think thank you so much sal for calling in and and i appreciate you bringing the point up because i think i like having good conversations like that um you know on the show to bring different perspectives so i appreciate you bringing that to us sal
3: absolutely absolutely And Alex,
2: I think you—I think you handled—you know—I think you handled it graciously, and I think it's okay to have differences of opinions. Um, sure. And I really like.
4: But um, I don't really think we, honestly, I don't really think we had that difference of opinion. I mean, if somebody had a Okay. okay. Of, well, it's.
2: Well, so let's. I you know, really
1: things. let's move okay. on. This is this is a program <laughs> about food and okay. restaurants and cooking right. and wine and cu- <laughs> you know all of that. Okay uh, Alex is the point here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Well,
2: I wanted to do a good send off for you, Alex. For I appreciate what that, is, no,
4: what I is, this the... is well, I'm, I'm coming I'm coming to New Orleans. I'm gonna be at the Beauregard Keys house in January. I'm signing my book there. So come,
1: please mm. come. Oh, awesome. I'll try. yeah. give me give me That's that funny. address where you'll be appearing because uh, the book is really interesting, interesting to me. I think it's a great idea. Thank so you. where it's is this going to be? Guard, be? Uh-huh.
4: Beauregard Keys House in mm-hmm. New Orleans, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's it's a historic house. And I'll tell you oh. the address here in a second. And okay. it's a it's a it's a lecture and book signing in uh, early January. I believe it's the ninth of January, actually. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we'll have another show between now and then, and maybe we can talk to you. Some more. Tell us a good
2: holiday Great. drink, Alex, before you go.
1: Uh,
4: Champagne is the best one.
2: Okay, there you go. I
1: agree with you, totally agree with you, because everybody loves champagne. Absolutely. And if you ever, to the point where if you want to give a gift of wine to anybody you know, and if you don't know a lot about wine, you feel, you know, uncertain about whether you, always go with the champagne because everybody loves it, even the real connoisseurs. They they'll, uh, they will they always go for it. Everybody's happy to see champagne or something like champagne. Good idea. Just, it makes everything everything feel festive, right? It certainly does. I mean, just it's uh, it's one of those things.
2: Well, if I had a glass, I'd toast to you, Alex, and we'll see you in January. And thank mm-hmm. you so Great. much for talking with us today. And I appreciate the graciousness at as, as our little our fumbling at the beginning of the show, and that's on me. Um, but. I loved talking with you. I can't wait to dive deeper into this book. And again, everybody, it's the art of the host, and it's all tips and tricks for putting on the perfect A-list event. Thank you so much, Alex. Have a great evening.
1: Thank Thank you
4: so much. Thank
1: you. You know, someone uh, just a couple of moments ago uh, brought up the subject of drinking and uh, going to parties and such as this. And uh, it's a funny thing. It's amazing that the person, I forget who it was that I was talking to, brought up actually something that I wrote an article about today. <laughs> so listen to this, if I may uh, throw this onto the show here. Yes. At 4.32 p.m. on this date in 1933, Utah, of all states, ratified the 21st Amendment to the Constitution, which repealed the 18th Amendment and therefore ended 14 years of prohibition. We could lift a glass legally again, but not so fast. One of the provisions of the new amendment was that the states and localities could continue to make their own laws concerning all of this stuff, uh, all the alcoholic beverages. Uh, and out of that uh, came the impossible hodgepodge of local and states' rulings. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Well, wait a in minute, some... Tom.
2: Are you telling me that prohibition lasted for 14 years?
1: I'm afraid so.
2: What were people it's, doing it's a, for 14 I mean they were drinking illegally. Crying, That's what they were doing.
1: Probably. But anyway, out of that came that all of these different rules, which mean, to this day I'm not sure on this. I'd have to check this out, but it used to be the state of Philadelphia, Philly. It's not Philly the state. Anyway, uh, it in um, that state you you bought all of the booze you wanted uh, through a network that was actually owned by the state. I don't think that is that way, but that's the way it used to be. And then Lu- by Louisiana law, a, ma- a restaurant has to pay for deliveries of beer in cash. I mean it's just a, a law uh, that was in Louisiana and uh, there had a few more prohibition uh, it exacted its own costs and, and but anyway, the closing of much of the American wine business was a result of that happening because All of these great wines that they were making in California and other places, it all went away because uh, of uh, the onset of alcoholic beverage regulations. But anyway, it all went away to uh, and operated more or less by the Utah guys. But uh, anyway,
2: so that's where it started.
1: That's where but it started. It, well, on its way back, anyway. That's when they the first one, the first state to come in and say, "Yeah, we're on," or "We're off," I guess, depending on how you look at it.
2: Right, right. Well, you know, well, I think we're, I think we're getting ready to run into another break, but I'd like to talk more ah. about that since today is the day. It so, is the day. Um, oh, okay, good. All right, we have a few minutes. All right, Tom. So last time you and I got into quite the interesting conversation about we did. vodka. Remember?
1: Yeah. And how how you... no taste, no aroma, no nothing. (laughs) Everybody loves it.
2: But yet I countered it with like 10 or 12 drinks that are delicious with vodka. And yet I did not convince you.
1: No. no. Okay.
2: So I don't want to talk about vodka. Okay. I want to talk about whiskey. Let's do it. So, you know, we'll eventually run into a break, but this is where we're going to pick mm-hmm. up, pick off, oh, pick I, I up think back in good on. Shape. Yeah. Um, so if you're not much of a whiskey drinker, is that right?
1: Oh, not true at all. My, okay, one you of my, are. My fav- one of my favorite drinks, I have many favorite drinks, uh, but uh, it has been said, as a matter of fact, somebody put out a book within the last couple of years that talked about uh the manhattan which is a, well
2: see a, i knew you liked manhattans i knew you liked that drink yeah. but i didn't know if you were a whiskey drink yeah, but that's whiskey that's made well, yes, with I whiskey if
1: you, if you do a cheap version of it what you really want is to do it with um uh you you want instead of just a straight whiskey uh the best thing of all is rye whiskey actually and when you have rye and a little bit of uh A a little bit of whiskey, and even a little bit of uh, some of the, some a couple other things out of the, the uh, in a mixer, in the mixer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and then uh, you've got a Manhattan. I'll take Manhattan. The Bronx and Staten Island too. Okay, so, that's enough of that.
2: Okay, so Tom, then, if yes. if you like whiskey, what yeah. other whiskey drinks do you like besides a Manhattan? And what you like the half and half. Which what's the difference between a half oh, and half and a Manhattan?
1: I, uh, well, neither one of them is in. Uh, it's uh, it's made with. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on a word here. That's uh, giving me uh, trouble. It's. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it. Well, that's okay. It'll come to you. It'll come to me in a minute. So what are your whiskey
2: preferences then, or whiskey preference drinks besides a Manhattan?
1: Well, uh, there are uh, lots and lots of things that you can do with it. Uh, It's almost, I don't know where the end of it is. I'm always looking to try new things. I'll tell you my favorite one. Oh, please do. Mint julep. Mint juleps are wonderful because, first of all, they take a little work to be done. It helps if you had one of those metal uh, mixers to to shake it in and uh it's uh it it has an aroma all of its own too that's it's unique to the united states it's not something you see particularly in in europe or even in the rest of the united states for that matter it's
2: uh oh there's our music
1: yeah
2: all right let's talk about whiskey and our favorite Mm -hmm. whiskey drinks to honor this day when we get back from break
1: Don't ask me, I won't dance, don't ask me, I won't dance, ma'am, with you. My, oh, (laughs) hi, it's the food show. I finally thought of the ingredients uh, in the half and half that we were talking about. Yes. Vermouth. But vermouth has two major forms. One of them is a a red version. Uh, They're they're both wine. But one is
2: sweet uh, and one is... One three, of them is sweet. Right? That's
1: the that's the the red kind of dark colored one. And yep. then there's another one that's kind of pale uh, uh, green, and it's lighter and it's dry. And when you make a uh, when you make a, a, a one of what we were talking Manhattan. about there a second Manhattan, mm-hmm. well Manhattan does use a little bit.
2: Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has a sweet vermouth,
1: like a little yeah sweet vermouth. Uh, or you you know if you wanted to you could make it with both of them. I I've seen that done. And then the uh, let's see what's the the, the half the, and half the half and half is what, half of each. I mean it's as simple as that. And oh, on the on the rocks
2: a half of each of the vermouths. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: that's oh, right. And you just with okay. with the ice and you shake it up and you serve it like that. It's it's a great taste. It reminds me a lot of a Manhattan, though, but it's lighter mm-hmm. and less alcohol. Also, it, um, it, that that one has a, a way of. Now, there's another one that has become very popular lately. It was popular with me, and once again, because we've had such an agitated show today, <laughs> and everything else was a little agitated, too. Um, there's a, a favorite drink of mine involving a, a, a drink that I like because it involved a, a girlfriend of mine from a long, long time ago.
2: Tom, you, let's tell the story to our caller, Pat, oh, who is okay.
1: here. okay. Pat, welcome to the food show. Hi, Tom. How are you? How doing?
2: Hi, Pat. How
1: are you? Well, we're just working around keeping it all straight.
5: Okay. Uh, you want to finish the story? You can. I, I, yeah. I'm, no, it's, uh,
1: it's not as good as it sounds. I'm off my balance <laughs> today.
5: <laughs> okay. Um, we are going. My uh, guy Chow is graduating from Southeastern next Saturday, and we're going to John for right. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to Jack Mel's for uh, lunch, and great place. I just great place. I'm, 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 I've heard you talk about it before. I used to live in New Orleans. I live in Fairhope, Alabama mm-hmm. now. But yeah, um, we're going back. We're going to stay overnight at my sister-in-law's, yeah, so forth and so on. But I just wanted to know what you might suggest we get over there.
1: Uh, I, you know, I don't get there for lunch very much. I do go there every couple of months or so uh, for dinner. But I can tell you a lot about it. It has a, a, a pretty much a Creole uh, menu. Uh, there are it's good seafood, good grilled seafood. and They are pretty sharp on that. Uh, once you get into the second part of the menu, you'll run into good, really good steaks. That's something that's always been on their menu as a specialty. Uh, it's the kind of th- steak though that you might want to split with somebody else. I mean lunchtime unless you really are eating a nice big thick steak it's perfect for that yeah well i gotta kind of watch what i'm what i'm eating Um, i I know the feeling
5: that would that would be a good idea to maybe to split it with my wife uh if if they might have a petite filet you know uh, i could look at that
1: yeah Uh, by the way if you if you ever have to divide it between two people and you are going to split it up that way uh, do it at the table. Don't let them do it in the back when they, when they cut it in the back, it's always going to be overcooked and dried out to me. That's my experience with it. Anyhow.
5: Oh, okay. So, All uh,
1: right, will do just, that. Just get the same steak cut into two pieces and then uh, it'll come out a lot better. Same price, maybe okay. even cheaper. Yeah. Okay.
2: Pat, how long are you going to be here? Do you need suggestions for other places?
1: Uh,
5: we're actually going back Sunday. Uh, we're coming back to Fairhope on Sunday. Um, but we'll probably go to breakfast in Hammond you know, with my sister-in-law and brother-in-law out the mass. So if you got a suggestion for that.
2: Over yeah. in Hammond. Tom, have you well, have yeah. you um, been over there lately to
1: eat? Uh, I Not lately. The last time I was there was at the place we were talking about, Jock Mill. Uh, but Again, I tell you, it's something I don't get to a whole lot because it's, it, Hammond is a, a long drive from, from New Orleans and f- from the North Shore, for that matter. And uh, so it's hard to, you know, to give the kind of coverage that I, that I would for a local restaurant.
2: Sure. Hey, Pat, but- I'm curious about something.
1: Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: How's the um, food scene in Fairhope? I mean, there are plenty of New Orleanians here that, that drive uh-huh. and pass through there to go to the beach, myself included. How's the food scene going on over there? Good
1: good uh, question yeah. and, and the same answer, I'm afraid. Uh, it's all I can do to cover the New Orleans dining scene. Oh, Tom, Pat. And, no, what? I think I'm asking, asking Pat. Me, <laughs> asking you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh that's okay me, please into the gutter and we'll uh, and i'll look foolish for you and you can do the rest of this no and, no 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 worries oh no no i was... i i must now give you my uh my my fair well. all right no wait a minute, what am i talking about okay tell us Pat. Uh, yeah
5: i'm sorry how's yeah. the
2: food
1: scene
5: okay uh it's great it, it really is great we uh you know we've been to i know time you had uh a eat e-club Dinner or lunch at the uh, Fairhope Inn, and it is now reopened. Oh yeah, uh, okay. which we were really glad to see. We're, we're probably going to go there during the Christmas holidays. Hmm. They're not on open on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but we'll probably go that Sunday or uh, one of those days. But you know, they got a, a number of great restaurants here and in Daphne, which is. So normal. what types
2: of restaurants? More seafood or are they steakhouses? Um what kind of what they, kind of restaurants do you like over they, there?
5: They um the steak there's no real, you know, like standalone steakhouse like Chris's, but they have a, a restaurant called Gambino's and yeah.
2: the Italian the, the
5: steaks over there, Italian and yeah, but their steaks are incredible. And they just opened a, uh, a seafood restaurant on the pier. And I apologize, I don't remember the name of it, but people have been mm. raving about it. There's a couple of uh, poor boy restaurants that are really good. I'm not going to say they're a part tavern, but uh, they're, they're pretty <laughs> oh, good. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you know, uh, uh, the, the cuisine all along the Gulf Coast, it's amazing not only how good it is, because there's no question about that, but after the hurricanes, including the more recent ones, and certainly Katrina, uh, it's incredible how those people came back with their restaurants, and they were in full swing, ready to go. I mean, it, it was amazing. We, we did a book signing for my cookbook some years over there, and it was like maybe two months after Katrina and they were, it was like uh, everything was wonderful. <laughs> they wonderful night, or, Day and night to New Orleans. They're terrific people.
2: Yeah, I yeah. really love to see the restaurants. You know, we get down to um, Orange Beach in that area, and we pass through Fairhope. Um, and it's really been incredible in the last decade to see all the different shops and restaurants and boutiques and everything coming back that really is what Fairhope was so spectacular for. I mean, it's a quaint, cozy, Mm -hmm. small town that you, um, you know, I love to stay in and visit on the way to the beach. So I was very curious about, you know, um, just the restaurants and the food scene in general and how it's doing over there.
1: I wish my wife were here because she would be giving you uh, ideas of right and left.
5: Uh, they got a they got a restaurant. Uh, it's a ninety percent French restaurant called All Bistro. Mm-hmm. And
2: what's it that, called? Or uh, Bistro. Or, okay.
5: Raymond. Um, that's really good. And and the people the people down here are just uh, just great. I mean, we we're just loving every minute of it. <laughs> I wish our house was completed, but uh, that won't be until the end of March. Oh.
2: So, did you but, uh, used to lo- live in New Orleans, Pat?
5: I lived lived in New Orleans for sixty nine years, and we moved uh, in July.
2: Oh, wow! And, so, uh, like, your vacation home is that your is that your?
5: No, this is this is gonna be our permanent home, and we uh we're just enjoying the heck out of it. Uh, uh, family's not too happy, but uh, well, you know, I think that's a great area,
2: and you're not far away.
5: No, it's only two and a half hours. We've been back like. 10 times since uh, July, and we're coming back this weekend um, for the weekend. And then my sister in law and brother in law are coming over Christmas afternoon uh, to have Christmas with us. But uh, it, uh, it's been, we has been we're loving every minute of it. And yeah, it, who would? It sounds great. Yeah. But I know you probably have other callers, and I appreciate you taking yeah. my call.
2: Thank you well, so thank much. Thank you. Pat.
1: Thank you very much. And uh, now that we have this uh, short break here, I, I finally have the answer to something you asked me a couple of minutes ago. Yes, sir. About, that was like the, uh, something else made with uh, vermouth. Yes. And it's it's a drink that I really love, but I don't drink it very often because it's on the alcoholic side uh-huh. a little much. And I, I can, you know, one and that's it for the day. Right. Anyway, it's called a Negroni. N-E-G-R-O-N-I. Yes. Negroni. And a Negroni uh, starts off with gin, simple enough. And then it has a unique liqueur that supplies the most of the flavor of it. It's called Campari. Mm-hmm. And uh, that it, you uh, mix this. And tell us sh- what
2: the flavor of Campari is. Campari,
1: it's an herbal kind of a flavor and also has this tangy, like, something that would have come out of a little bottle that you're seasoning up for, Lord knows what. I mean, it's it's utterly unique. I don't know anything that's quite like it. Uh, Campari, some people like it just all by itself, and so do I, but a lot of people can't stand the taste of it. So you have to be careful about who likes it.
2: Okay, so I feel like that's kind of, you remember how our conversation with um, vodka was that I basically, yeah. you know, stood on the grounds that it was versatile. Yeah. I felt mm-hmm. like it was very versatile, and that's what I liked so much. I, it, you could adapt it to a lot of different drinks. Okay, so, well, just
1: make it make it with, uh, instead of with gin, make it with vodka.
2: Right. Well, so pizza. I yeah. think that whiskey, uh, for me, doesn't have as much versatility.
1: Hmm? Yeah.
2: And so I guess that's, you know, that's um, how I feel about whiskey, but I love any whiskeys made with orange peels, which is what you're talking about. So yeah, I love that's, Negronis. That's a
1: Negroni. Yeah. And
2: I love them made with herbs, which is why I love the mm-hmm. mint, juleps, mint juleps so much. Well,
1: there you are. You, you This is your life. I mean, uh, this is- Living it the, through it's, alcohol. It's a, yeah, well, <laughs> you just take it easy, that's all.
2: That's all. So um, yeah. what about, oh, Ron, are we getting ready to run into our break?
1: No, we're all right.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, what about the Vu Care, Tom? The who? The it's a drink. It's like a drink known around New Orleans. And uh, it's called what? A uh, vu. care.
1: Vous care.
2: Yes, like what the straight name.
1: straight name.
2: Straight
1: name. Vu Oh, voo Uh That's uh, that's a a famous drink that's actually sold by a, a, one particular bar. Uh, and I—I'll be darned if I can tell you who it is. I think it's—it's it's the, uh, you know what I think it is? It, I think it's the uh, carousel at the monalion Hotel. I think that's where they make that. It's—it's uh, it's a very popular drink, but I, uh, just off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. I'll bet you there's somebody listening who knows that. Well, so it's, it's rye Vierkeret, whiskey, yeah,
2: cognac, yeah, and sweet vermouth.
1: Well, there you go. You have a lot of different liqueurs in there. In liquors. Well, now the break has come, and we'll be back with more of it anyway after we pause for a moment or two on WWL 105.3 FM HD 2. Hello. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's nice to be here with you today talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking. About wine and a whole bunch of other things. Allie Lofton, did I get it this time? Lofton. Lofton. <laughs> I will get this one of these days. That's I don't all know right. why this is. Uh, the question you asked me right before we went away, what was that anyway? It was. Uh, it was oh, yeah, the We were talking the, about The Vieux the... uh cocktail. Yes. It, and I'm almost positive that this is something that one particular bar, and I think it was a hotel bar, Uh, Invented, and uh, but I can't think of which it is. I looked in a couple of my uh, my books here. I have about 300 books in here, and I just couldn't put my hand on it that quickly. But I I bet you somebody listening to us knows the answer to that. So uh,
2: well, I hope they call in and and tell us. But in in the meantime, I'm not I'm not trying to like say that I don't love whiskey because i do but like i feel like i need more help in finding some creative drinks with it mm-hmm. so yeah. oh, okay sazerac
1: yeah well there's a lot of different sazeracs out there uh and it is gin uh, it's a uh, uh, gin not excuse me not gin there's a lot of ways you can make that but i ain't one of them uh, <laughs> the um uh, Let's see the the main ingredient. It's made you with mean, cognac and
2: in, and rye whiskey, right?
1: The co- cognac in the that's the classic format uh, is doing it with with that, uh, but the probably the classic ingredient is actually Ooh. that that um, yeah. uh, what what we were talking about a few minutes ago. It's the. Uh, uh, okay. rye whiskey. Yeah. That's absolutely essential. Rye whiskey to make a Tom, we're,
2: we've got quite the callers today. And we've got yeah, one of my we? favorite on. Um, and I think he has a, a yeah. more information for us on this food Carry oh, And well, it's Alan. It. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Alan. Hi
1: there. Uh, it, Welcome.
0: N- hi. Good talking to you both. Uh, I've, I've been enjoying the show. Uh, Good. But, thank um, you. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, the uh, Vucaray uh, cocktail was invented. Uh, at the Montleon ah, Carousel I, got,
1: I, I just took a guess at that and I got
0: it right. Wow, <laughs> okay. I can't thank believe you for it.
2: bringing yeah. us the answers, Alan.
0: sure uh, and uh, and and also uh, you you know when you mentioned vodka being uh, you know that's always my go-to and like like Tom mentioned, any drink with uh, that's typically served with gin, uh, of course, you know I think of the the martini. Uh, that's great with vodka, um, but yeah, I remember the last time you brought that up, and I think Doug was was saying, uh, or somebody poo-pooed the uh, the fact that that vodka was so versatile. But um, yeah. we were having um,
2: fun with it. Well, so what do you I'm do? You, you, you like? That. What's your whiskey drink preference?
0: That's just it. I you know I I knew that it was uh, invented at the Leon because I uh, practically grew up in the Montleon uh, Whenever my folks would, would have a, a staycation. They would always go to the Mont-Leon. Uh My mom had a, a friend um, from Germany that worked there, and we always got a good a good price on a room <laughs> when we would uh, spend weekends. Well, if there, you're going to get a room at, anywhere,
2: you'd yeah. get a room there.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, that was uh, the night we got married at uh, Muriel's. Um, my wife and I uh, we spent uh, uh, the weekend there at uh, at the Leon before we took off on a little mini uh, honeymoon. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm not really a whiskey drinker, but uh, vodka is, uh, yeah. So how are you going to, what's the drink you're
2: going to celebrate the repeal of Prohibition Day?
1: Oh, um, uh, a Bloody uh-huh. Mary.
2: A Bloody Mary.
1: That's a good, yeah. good line. I like it. <laughs> nice. That's 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 a perfect line to answer that question.
0: Brilliant, really. I
1: thought,
0: oh, uh Tom, I thought you'd like that. I thought you'd like that, and i I appreciate you uh, you appreciating and that. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Anyways, well, thanks for stopping like in. Sure. Yes, indeed. I always enjoy. It. Thank thanks, you so Alan. Much. Thank you. And
2: Tom, right. we're we're rolling right on to the next one. Say hello to Stephen.
1: Stephen, hello. Come on in.
2: How are you, Stephen?
1: Good. Good. Uh, My
6: family, my mother's family was French and uh, we didn't get hurt by the depression. And we gave president, even though we were Republicans, we gave President Roosevelt $10 million for his campaign and another $10 million to go around or open a nonprofit going around telling the country how bad prohibition had been so that we could get prohibition. Rid of
2: wait a minute. What's so, the story back up?
6: Our family spent twenty million dollars helping prohibition to be repealed. eliminated. Repealed.
2: Interesting. And not that we were in
6: the liquor business, but we were French and we liked to drink wine.
2: And you wanted your wine back.
1: Yeah, who yeah. wouldn't?
2: Right? So, what's so, your favorite uh, wine to drink? Then, are you going to be drinking I wine? I don't oh, drink. You don't drink. And That's believe right. it or not, my
6: my mother and my grandfather were not drinkers.
2: But they gave so money for, for the. It was a generation before interested. they gave
6: all this money for the uh, the, the governor's. He was a the governor then um, to to eliminate prohibition.
2: Interesting. Uh-huh. You're always uh-huh. full of fascinating, fascinating pieces of history, Stephen. Yeah.
6: And I will tell you, when my grandmother died, she left me her silver. And it was 24 place settings of Fabergé. Or not Fabergé, but um, oh, uh, Kirk, represented by Kirk, with all the servings and all the, I mean, they were like, Five forks and four spoons. And,
2: uh, and do you pull it, was, it out for your? Wait, didn't you every, have? Didn't you just have so a big long. one? What'd you do for your big? Yeah. Did you have it for your big Thanksgiving?
6: And no, because you realize that the cost of uh, sterling silver these days that it would disappear. <laughs> so you almost have to have metal detectors out when. When it's when it's used. <laughs> okay,
2: so you keep it to yourself and 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 um, yeah. keep it nice. Okay, I understand. But, but I
6: mean, I use it. I use it every day myself. And my mother believed, and so did my grandmother, that you should use silver every day because otherwise it tarnishes so much. Mm-hmm. And the only time many people use their good silver is during holidays, and then they have to polish it before they. They can use it. But mm-hmm. if you use it every day, it doesn't tarnish.
2: That is correct. Well, very good. So mm. yeah. s- do you have, I'm yeah. curious, um, so if you don't drink, but yeah. your, your family did throw big dinner parties, uh, oh. give me one dinner etiquette um, tip that you like to follow. You're not using your good silver, I'll tell you that.
6: Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Uh, And the the big dinner parties were at my uncle's, and they would have 100 people for dinner. They had had a dining room table that would seat 100
2: people. But you don't remember any of the etiquette Uh, things you did? uh,
6: No. And and they had uh, silver rooms in their house that were three stories high with elevators in them. Imagine that. This was a sixty nine room house on six hundred and fifty acres was just one of the many houses.
2: Well you that, certainly had enough room to entertain.
6: Yeah, that's where I used to mom mom used to drop me off in the kitchen when I was five and six years old and sit and watch the French chefs cook for the dinner parties.
1: Hmm. <clears throat> that must have been something. If you like yeah. food anyway. Right.
6: Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you, Stephen. Okay, I left my telephone number for you to call. I've got some other stories to tell you that I can't tell you on air.
2: <laughs> okay, Allie sounds I. good. Thanks so much, Stephen. Have a great evening.
6: Okay. Bye-bye. It's
1: the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Well, we're almost at the end of our program for today. And we're Tom, on the air I'm interested in knowing
2: um, where you're yeah, going to dinner sorry. tonight. I. Uh... Hello? What happened to
1: Tom? It was just with yeah. a little twerk of smile in his face. He said that that was me. I mean, are you still there?
2: I am. I lost you for a second, actually. Oh, you did? Oh, I I'm did. Sorry. Yeah. I so I mean was um, where you were going for dinner tonight. It just completely dropped your call for a second.
1: Uh, I oh. don't know. I'm not sure. I'm going to to dinner at all tonight. I uh, had a pretty big uh, lunch over at. Uh,
2: Tom, we are having the busiest show ever. Gregory yeah. is with us.
1: Is it? Gregory's here. Gregory is, uh, we're always happy to see Gregory, or hear from him. Yes. Oh, thank case. you, Tom. Wow. Well, hey. it's always good to hear right. you.
2: Good.
7: You Hello, Ali.
2: Good Allie. evening, Allie. Gregory.
7: Oh, boy, what a terrific show. I really enjoyed Alex's commentary and your questions. It was, oh, as usual, spot on.
2: Yeah, I thought that it was, was quite the quite the interesting conversation, but I, I did like um, being able to jump onto this prohibition thing, and you're a big drinker oh, over yeah, there, yeah. so well, I'm curious what them. you got.
7: My, um, my uh, grandfather's brother, my, my, I guess my great-uncle Leo, he used to tell us stories. But he, he, he worked for Dixie Beer for years. I mm. think it was like 40 Dixie's years. Dixie's back. he gone now. Yeah, Dixie's back. But back in Prohibition, they had to shut the brewery down. Mm-hmm. So they started making soft drinks and this thing called near beer. They were allowed to make near beer, which was like less than 1% alcohol. But, of course, I mean, everybody was on hard times.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a, a big, bad deal.
7: The happiest day of his life was today in 1933 when it was repealed.
1: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's that's why we reported on it.
7: They were they. He, he used to tell me stories about they couldn't wait to fill those barrels again. And back then they had draft horses that would take the uh, kegs all around the city. Back then, you know, uh, mm-hmm. they had some trucks too, but they still had draft horses back then. Believe it or not, going through the streets uh, wow. in New Orleans.
2: Okay, forgive me. All right, you know my here. age here, Gregory. What's a draft uh, horse?
7: It looks like a big Clydesdale, you know how Budweiser has? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a draft horse. Oh, there's, okay. there's there's Clydesdale is particular to uh to uh Scotland, but the draft horses, these were Belgian. Belgians yeah, and they they almost look identical. They're just big, big, big horses. You know, made to pull heavy, heavy, heavy wagons and stuff. Oh so okay. that was very interesting. So oh, what's Allie? you drinking tonight, Gregory? Uh, me, I'm going to have me a, uh, let's see, I haven't decided yet. I, I still have some Beaujolais to open. No, I'm going to probably have me a Negroni because I like those too, Tom. Huh?
1: There you there you go. I was going to suggest it to you, but I had a feeling that you already would be suggesting it to yourself, which cleared yeah, oh, to I be cl- pretty good.
2: I'm going to have a mint julep.
1: Ah, that's terrific, too, Allie. Don't
7: forget sure to is. muddle that mint. Very that's right. That's key.
2: The,
7: the simple term. Hey, Allie, I have a good report for you. Um, yeah. Over the weekend, uh, Thanksgiving weekend, it was Wednesday before Thanksgiving, rather. Mm-hmm. Um,
6: mm-hmm.
7: Uh, I saw your oyster shell selling pretty good at Rouse's. Uh, yeah. The you know, I'm, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I took a photo of myself holding up one of your sacks because I bought
7: one as a gift. Yeah. For oh, my oh. Uh,
1: good.
7: For my brother and my sister-in-law who live up in Virginia, but they still have um, access to pretty decent oysters up there mm-hmm. in Chesapeake Bay.
1: Yeah, but, um, that's for sure.
2: Excellent. I appreciate the support, Gregory. Yeah. That's wonderful.
1: Hey, can well, I break in, whenever, in here? You know? Wait, 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 guys, 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 guys. Give me a yeah. break here because yes. we're getting to the end of the show, and I have one uh, sponsor that has not uh, been. Put oh, in we absolutely yet, have so to do them. Do have Gotta to do, do that. It. Our Our program is sponsored oh, by rat. New Orleans New Orleans Hamburger and and uh, Seafood Company. Let's start with the uh, seafood uh, uh, first because I don't think it ever gets. Hot what fried gets seafood. What, hot fried seafood but it's beyond hot it's crisp it's also greaseless and it's golden brown and this all sounds like a bunch of uh, you know just crazy uh good food yeah well it is good food because they prepare it all to order it's not uh, taken out from under a heat lamp or anything like that and they put it right in front of you and it's good from the moment you start in because it is as fresh as it is, and it also, getting back to that golden brown thing, that's usually a good advertising uh, line. But there's more to it than that, because when the dress, when the uh, oil in a, a bubbling, uh, frying seafood lot. Uh, When it starts getting a little too dark, that's when the not-so-good comes in. They beat you to that over at uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. And then uh, moving back to the hamburgers, it's a simple matter of of juicy in the middle, crusty on the outside – and everything made once again right there on the spot. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. There are ten locations of them around town, and they also are now doing grilled oysters uh, uh, mm, around town my favorite. on the shell. You know, uh, ch- uh, charcoal ro- oysters. All of this, ten, uh, you know, uh, ten locations. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Do 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 do. Oh, we will, We have one more little thing to fit in here, so uh, we'll be back after first. Please this. I'm sorry to say, Ellie Lufton. Yes. Ah, at last.
2: Got it, Tom. I get it right.
1: Did you <laughs> enjoy our program today, other than that uh, five-minute thing there that didn't? No,
2: first of all, this just zipped by, and we had like five callers today, and it just felt like a whirlwind. And I think Gregory's still with us, so I don't want to send Gregory off just cutting him off. So Gregory, if you've got got something else...
7: Thank you for saying let me hang on. I don't mind. Hey, hey, Allie, as long as you're on the air, I'm sticking around crying out loud. <laughs> oh, good.
2: Good. Fine. Well, Tom, no, Tom. so yes. what should we, we need to, we're, we only have a few minutes left. What, uh-huh. you didn't say that you were going out to eat tonight. Gregory, what are you eating? What's everybody doing?
7: Well, what am I going to eat tonight? Well, it's really, it's, it's really simple. Lasagna.
2: <laughs> mm, ah, can't go lasagna. well with that.
7: I'm gonna start with that bracing Negroni because I I like to savor them. I don't I don't chug a them. So and right. then that maybe a little uh, maybe a little Chianti or a Beaujolais Nouveau with the lasagna.
2: I'm going to the oh, new love. absinthe place yeah. tonight, Belle Epoque. Where's that? Off Bourbon. Oh, yeah? It's called Belle Epoque.
1: On yeah. um, the, the era. Golden Days. Beautiful
4: era. Yes, yeah.
2: and so um, they have a new absinthe house. There, that's their bar. It's all around absinthe. I'm going to a holiday party there tonight, and um, they have a new chef. (laughs) Um, They have a new chef, and they just started serving dinner as well. Just within the last, like, two months, they just opened. So that's That's where I'm headed tonight.
7: So it's on um it's it's just off bourbon on what street? Like yeah. St. Pierre, Toulouse or what? What, 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 what,
2: what? Um, I don't know. I'm honestly gonna have to look it up mm. to tell you the truth. And yeah. I'll re- uh. be reporting back to you all tomorrow to let you know how it is.
1: Oh, you're doing yeah. the show tomorrow. You too, and huh? me, Tom. You and mine. I'm an absence guy hunting. myself, you know. Oh, okay. I'm an absence
7: person. I I believe in the medicinal and the other effects of
1: absence. <laughs> Absent, Yes, indeed.
2: It had a yeah. bad rap for a while, but I think that's all been put to oh, bed. That was a, bunch
1: of, malarkey. Could, that was a bunch of misguided uh, U.S. customs
7: stuff. They had a fight with the French. That's all. Mm. Mm. True story.
1: Wouldn't True be the story first time. Because,
7: yeah. and, uh, they were having a fight. Anyway, um, they said it made people go insane or something. The yeah, fairy, I think um,
2: so, I think people mm. thought a lot of stuff back then. It's 240 well, two, two, bourbon, and it's Oh, oh, it's on the oh, canal oh, wait.
1: side. Uh, wait, all right, every, Wait, all I got to right. say so this. WWL right. Radio New Orleans, 105.3 right. FM so HD along, you 2. Thank you, Allie. Bye. Good Enter, night, guys. And that ends our program for today, but I just heard and just learned that I will be hosting it tomorrow as well as uh, well as with uh, Allie.
2: Yes, you and me, it Tom.
1: It should, be a, should uh, be a great time, and uh, I hope we're impressing our audience. Uh, cohort in this marianne because you know that's her baby this show so uh i think she's
2: got uh, another baby tom i think it's you
1: oh she's got a well she i think you're her sweetie you know uh you say that but she means it as if he's a baby (laughs) no no (laughs) No, she does feel but you know what the funny thing about that is that she's right I, i am i'm i am her baby she takes baby like care of me.
2: Well, she knows that you and I have a good time doing this, and we're always it's, you know, you never know what you're going to get with Mr. Know. Food <laughs> and the Kooky Oyster Broad, right? So y'all will get round two of that another time. <laughs> right. So I hope everybody had a, a, great, time a great time enjoying time. the show. 105.3 FM HD2. Send us off, Tom.
1: There you do. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Good night. Good night.